Thanks for listening to The DJ and the Dancer. I'm DJ Queen. And I'm Sakina Ibrahim. Let's get into this thing. On today's episode of DJ and the Dancer, Sakina and I will talk about black people being plant-based. Hey, Sakina, how's it going? Hey, hey, I'm feeling great. Why are you feeling great, Sakina? Because I'm plant-based. <laughs> <laughs> oh Every morning, I wake up, I do my morning routine, I drink my tea, I say hi to the boys, Miracle and Magic, I do my meditation and yoga, and I make a juice or a smoothie. Mm-hmm. And since I really have locked in on going plant-based, mm-hmm. my life and my body really has started to change. Like, so, mind, mm-hmm. body, and soul. Mind, body, and soul. So why, why did you go? Now, before we begin, can you talk about the difference between being vegan and plant-based? Um, so for me, I was vegetarian since 14. I wanted to give my mom a hard time. My way of rebelling was to tell her I wasn't going to <laughs> eat chicken anymore, eat mm. her cooking anymore, because okay. um, I had a lot of compassion for the animals. So, but there was a lot of, there was no education around it. Yeah. Like I was 14, I was in seventh grade. So there's no education on what do you eat, what kind of nutrients you need, um, how often you have to shop and stay stocked up on fresh fruits and vegetables, like mm-hmm. all these things that I figured out way later into my 20s. Mm-hmm. As a kid, like I didn't know. So a lot of the habits were just eating junk food and eating a lot of pasta. Yeah. And even still, after reading books by like Queen Afua and following uh, plant-based chefs, mm-hmm. it took a long time, like I want to say almost like 15 years legit to figure out the formula of going plant-based for me. Yeah. So I was vegetarian. I would have junk food and lots of rice and vegetables, and I still ate cheese. Yeah. And, you know, a little milk and my coffee or latte. You know, I still had dairy, mom's mac and cheese. Oh, my God. You know, those kind of things. We These foods, we have emotional connections to. Yeah. They call it soul food for a reason. You yeah. know what I mean? It's for black folks. Um, even Caribbean food, like, it's just, there's emotional connection Definitely. Um, to them, your relationships, how much you love mom's this or mom's that, um, or whoever the cook was in the house. So I was still eating dairy, Last year, after a whole bunch of life transformation, Mm -hmm. I saw a picture of myself after a workout, and I was like, why do I look so swollen? Like, I'm working out, I teach dance and yoga for a living, like, my body should be in a certain place, and it's not. Like, Mm -hmm. is it age, is it hormones, is it this? Um, You know, I would do my regular checkups or whatever, and they're like, yeah, you're pre-diabetic. I'm like what? Like I'm active, like something's just not right. (laughs) You know, like I'm not doing something right. I'm vegetarian. I don't understand. So first of all, there ends up being a whole bunch of allergies in my blood test that I didn't even know about, Mm, including dairy and egg whites and like just a whole bunch of allergies. And I'm like, I eat this stuff. So no wonder why you're inflamed. So sometimes you think you're fat, right? Sometimes you think you need to diet and it's like, no, that's inflammation. So I saw a picture of myself And I'm like, nah, that ain't it. Like, that's not how we want to look right now. And then I told you about it. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, oh, you should do this detox called D-Herbs. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> they owe you a check. They do owe me a check. You know how many people I have doing D herbs? It's D-sacos? true. It's and I send all my yoga clients to do D herbs too. Yeah. So D herbs come holla. Holla. <laughs> um, so I did the detox and I felt amazing. Like I just felt clear mm-hmm. in my head. My energy was awesome. I was super creative. Um, I felt like I could run a marathon. I felt clear within myself. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going back. Forget the cheese. Forget the emotional connection. Forget the milk. Forget the soy. Forget all of it. I'm not going back. I want to wake up feeling amazing every day. And I want to honor my temple. And so, like, that's how everything got started. Um, So, yeah, I don't do cheese or dairy. That was the two things. That was the challenge to to take out of my diet and really just focus on fruits and vegetables and grains like quinoa. Um, and amaranth and those kind of things. So it's it's your diet's kind of like a whole food diet where it's more like fresh fruits, veggies, quinoa, and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Avocado. <clears throat> I eat so many avocados. It's very important. Avocados. When you're when you're plant based, it's that's um, healthy fat. Mm-hmm. So that's where you get a lot of weight from. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Because you've been doing this thing a long, long time. Yeah, I think I've been vegan now for about four or five years um initially it was something similar uh went to the doctor um, lab results and you know it's like pre-diabetic it was a lot of stuff high blood pressure and I, I said to myself it has to be a way to mitigate this so did some research and this was before this is around the time where the whole Dr. Sabi thing mm-hmm. was coming around and um and I was like you know what I think I'm gonna do a Dr. Sabi cleanse but it was so expensive true so yeah I mean real I was like it's a lot of money so I did thorough research and I found the herbs and I found that their cleanse had a lot of the similarities um as in terms of the products and Um, what it does for your system and it was significantly more affordable so I went with them and me being the amazing person I am decided to have a beef patty before I began to cleanse great (laughs) so that was a terrible idea like I was I was hardcore meat eater that's what I did like I I didn't know that yeah I ate beef ribs I rarely ate fruits and veggies yeah so um i basically night and day i tried doing this cleanse and it did send my body into shock after like the sixth or seventh day because i just didn't gradually go into it because i'm a very on off person i'll just boom i just do it um and i contacted them and they had a great customer service and they said well you need to uh fall back on this particular time when you're doing taking this part of the cleanse fall back a little bit on that which i did from there i was good and then i did a 40-day cleanse which which is very tough 40 days for nights but if you want to really change something in your body 40 days is like average did you feel like jesus i felt crazy <laughs> I felt amazing amazing it felt like i was just new um, a new person and I felt clean. I felt light. Um, and me 
being used to eating meat, I like basically found a way of just convincing myself to go back to eating meat. So I think what I did was I had to reintroduce like chicken into my diet. I don't think I went back to eating red meat. I went back to just eating chicken and fish and stuff like that, but with a little bit more veggies, it was more balanced. And what ended up happening was as soon as I started reintroducing like the chicken and the other meats back in my diet, I started like breaking out, um, just acne stuff, not crazy, but it was definitely there. Um, and my cousin, uh, at the time was saying, won't you just go vegetarian or vegan? And I, uh, didn't believe I could go full vegan or vegetarian, but what ended up happening was I just kept doing the cleanses, the detoxes, and eventually I really liked the way that I felt. And it was kind of hard to explain to your mother or to your family, your Caribbean family, that you're doing this detox because they used to you eating, you know, curry chicken and oxtails. And, and I'm like, but I feel amazing. Like, I feel light. I feel healthy. And from there, I uh, gradually made the process to go vegan, which each year I would get rid of a, a a meat so chicken one year and then I went pescatarian I was pescatarian for a while then I went full vegetarian and then I realized that dairy was really messing me up I would get like sebaceous cysts uh, on the side of my face or certain parts of my body and that's because the dairy is trying to the gas from the dairy is trying to escape through my skin so once I got rid of the dairy like no cysts no nothing no acne um, and I just paid attention to my body and that's, that's really the, the biggest thing is it might not be for everyone, but I think it's based off of how you should pay attention to how your body's feeling. If this is making me feel good and then I reintroduce this thing over here and it's making me feel sluggish or it's making me feel bloated or then I need to pay attention to that. And I mean, being plant-based, you could, when you're eating a lot of fiber, yeah, you'll feel bloated and all that other stuff, but it's like your body detoxing. Yeah. Until it's not, you, you won't feel like that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just a matter of, especially for our community, I'm like not, I'm not on the do what feels right for you anymore. Like yeah. for me, I'm just like, the stakes are high. All these things that our loved ones are dying from, yeah. diabetes, mm -hmm. cholesterol, heart attacks, high blood pressure. Everybody's grandmother got high blood pressure. Yeah, that's Why? Nice. You know that's, what I'm saying? Real. So I think about the lives that are on the line when we are ingesting the, these foods that are GMO, these foods that are contaminated, these foods that aren't even food. Like, no. it's, they're, like, lab-created. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even food. And um, the Netflix documentary, What the Health? Yeah, What the Health. I had some of my students watch that. And I knew I was going to get pushback from the, from the parents because, like, these kids are in Crenshaw, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, in my yoga health and wellness class, we learned that cheese is the same chemical makeup as heroin. So, Mom, I'm not messing with your cheese anymore. And it's like, mm -hmm. boy, you better eat this food because this oh, is what yeah. we have, right? Yeah. So there's... I, I do have to be culturally sensitive in saying that poverty makes it very difficult to eat healthy because it's expensive. Definitely. You know what I mean? Eating Definitely. organic foods is expensive. And when you're living in the hood, there's food deserts. So where am I going to get these fruits and vegetables? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's 
something I always noticed growing up in D.C. is always liquor stores and Chinese restaurants on the corner and McDonald's, McDonald's, KFC, of course, KFC. And it's fast food for a reason. It's fast. It's easy. It's not. It's cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. It's not the best for you. Right. But also when you um, eat this type of food all the time, your mind it adds to how you act and it adds to how you think. So um, it adds to the poverty thinking, I think. Yes. Versus you getting rich nutrients to your mind, body, and spirit. You're going to, you might question things more or you might um, move a little bit more elevated. Like for example, my stepfather recently, from the past years, he always followed me on my plant-based diet and he had pneumonia um, recently and I've never seen him this sick before. And I th- I think that it was a huge shocker to him because he was talking like, you know, this might be it, you know, being, I think he's being a little dramatic, but it was scary, scary for him and scary for the family. And he just decided to go plant-based. Like, I guess that was his instincts. And he knows about Dr. Sabi. He knows he would dabble in and out, but then he would go back to eating like a full plate of ribs or something like that. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So he'll do that. But I think that he basically um, was like, you know, I need to do something to fight off this pneumonia and to feel better. And he adopted a plant-based diet. I'm not sure if he's still on it. I hope he is. But he adopted it to boost his immune system. He was eating whole foods, fresh smoothies, fresh veggies. He steamed his veggies so it wouldn't lose all the nutrients. And um, I think it helped kick the pneumonia. And he noticed that he was, of course, losing weight and his aches and pains were going away. And he started feeling younger and being able to move. And he noticed the difference. Now, what ends up happening is you notice the difference. You notice the change. But uh, society isn't built for for you to maintain it. It's built for you to easily go back to this other thing. And if you want to do the whole foods and the plant-based diet, it's going to be significantly more expensive on purpose because it's healthier for you. Health is, I think in America and in some other places, health is a luxury versus something that should just be a way of life. So um, it, it's interesting to see him make that change. And it has to also be a community support um, around you making that change. You think so? Yeah, it, it, it's because it's, it's hard sometimes to... It makes it easier. I think if you're like a person who's not used to it, it, it does make it a little easier. But when I went plant-based, it was a lot of friction, right? So I was the guy on the horse riding over the hill getting shot by all the arrows first. Right, because, I see. Because I'm going against the norm of my family, even though I'm not... I don't consider myself Rasta, but... In Rastafarian culture, they eat fresh, plant-based. It's it's a diet and a lifestyle. Um, so it's that's part of Caribbean culture, but um, it was going against everything that was taught to me. And my mother shows her love by the way she cooks. So if I'm not if I'm saying, hey, I'm not going to eat your food, or I'm not going to eat this chicken, or uh, oxtail or whatever, uh, that's like. She's taking it as, like, I don't love her the same. Yeah, right? it hurt her feelings. It hurt her feelings. But, I mean, she adapted. She just found out, hey, I can make these dishes taste the same, just not use meat. 
Yeah. And I think that's really it. But it's it's for the reason the reason I do is because I just feel good. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel focused. I'm able to go do things a little bit longer. I have my energy's different. Uh, if I'm tired, I know I need to eat. Because as soon as I eat, I'll have more energy. Versus right. like if I would eat like chicken, I would get tired. I would get the itis. For real. Yeah. I was telling um, one of my clients who is into luxury cars. Yeah. We just started working together, doing yoga. And I was like, you need to do the detox. Like, you know, it's a, all you can really do is just share your journey, right? So yeah. I'm like, do the detox and just decide that you want to you wanna live yeah. and that you don't have to be sick. And look, be able to look in your community and look around you mm-hmm. and know that this thing is set up to kill me. Definitely. Like, I just look at it, like, straight up. Like, nah, this whole thing is, like, if I look at my community, it's set up to kill me. It's not set up for me to be healthy. And health is wealth. And I love what you said about the food contributing to the mentality, you know, and the spirituality. So I told them, I said, "Um, all right, you're into luxury cars, right? So would you put some, like, cheap gas in your Porsche? Would you put <laughs> would you True. put it in your Tesla? True. Would you like this is your first vehicle, so it doesn't matter if you're driving this fancy car, yeah. if you're sick and your body is full of toxins, you know. And there are so many um, wellness professionals and chefs who have platforms, who have recipes, who have cookbooks. You yeah. know, there's so many like vegan soul food cookbooks. Like, so you can still get the taste mm-hmm. you know you can and you can also make it fun and explore and i always say don't think about what you're taking out of your diet like oh i can't have this i can't have that yeah. it's like first just start by having the habit of what you're putting in i'm mm-hmm. putting in avocados i'm putting in kale i'm putting you know i'm putting these things in and then you can wean off of the other crap <laughs> you yeah. know you can wean off of the meat and cheese cuz like High key, those things are addictive. So you yeah, like, you really do go through withdrawal. Like I went through my own withdrawal, and I'm like, why do I feel crazy? You mm-hmm. know, mine's was with sugar. You know, like why do I? Oh, I haven't had my chocolate. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I'm addicted. I'm addicted to chocolate and green tea. I get headaches if I don't have it. You know. Yeah. So these things have. Um, it's. I think it's really just about recreating new habits, creating new habits. Yeah, and I would always say to people, um, when you're going through withdrawals, when you're doing this cleanse, because your body's changing. You're changing your DNA, you're changing. You are what you eat, literally. So if you're used to eating like a lot of McDonald's and and different things like that, and you introduce a whole foods, plant-based diet, um, you'll, of course, crave the meat, but it's more or less what's in the meat that you're craving. And I think that's what needs to be thought about. It's like, is it the actual meat? Is it the iron in the meat? Is it the GMOs in the meat that's making me crave it? You need to know the difference between you actually craving the meat versus what's craving in the meat. So if it's if it's a, a maybe a vitamin in the meat that you're missing, you have to find a way to supplement it or a plant or something that has that so you can get that. You have to listen to your body, be very more in tune with 
with how your body works. Yeah, and fall in love with the journey. I remember walking into the smoke shop to like buy water or something and there was this hispanic dude and like three of his friends and the guy was making fun of him the friends were making fun of the spanish guy because mm-hmm. he was no longer eating meat so they're like you know ragging on him blah 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 and so here a cute girl comes and i walk in and i look and i go who still eats meat and then they all look over at me and they were like oh shoot you too so he he really needed the support and the cosign <laughs> and i looked at them you know you have to use your your feminine flirtatious oh energy i looked at them and i was like no like girls don't like guys <laughs> i was oh like this is new God. like are you still on the meat train and i was like well watch this film and watch that and follow this person and blah 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 yeah and i'm like he's doing the right things you guys need to follow him and he was like thank you so much so that whole thing about the community and just receiving um, support or kind of the lack of support. Yeah, that part is really fun um, to to rediscover, you know, and mm-hmm. and to find new restaurants, right? Like, luckily we're in LA. This yeah. is like plant based, beautiful people, it's health wonderful. capital. It's, it's <laughs> like, wonderful until you until you travel to the rest of America, right? Or not a major right. city, then you just like. And then you're like, I'm hungry. Taco Bell will become your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm hungry out here. Yeah. Taco Bell, no cheese, uh, lettuce and tomato. <laughs> fresco. Uh, fresco. So it has its challenges, but I love finding these new restaurants in yeah. L.A. that are vegan or plant-based. Um, it can get tricky when you're dating. If Definitely. you're dating a non-plant-based person, it's like, well, what are we going to eat? Yeah. I'm, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like, one thing I'm... I try not to do is like if you have your preference you have your preference right so i try to respect everyone's preference if they like meat and chicken and they don't think anything's wrong with it then that's fine i know personally for me i do notice a difference i don't plan on uh going back to eating meat anytime soon i said if i were it would be uh fish maybe that's as far as i would go but mm-hmm. then within fish you have to watch out for the mercury but um I, you know it's, it's kind of like even if I'm dating someone who doesn't eat meat, um, who does or, or who doesn't? Does, excuse me, who does eat meat? Mm-hmm. Um, sexually, I think there is a difference. I could tell. Um, well, what do you mean, DJ Queen? <laughs> let, let me go into more detail. <laughs> um, I think that let's be real. Smell, um, taste. It's about to get real. Yeah, I think there is a difference. I think there's you know a a big difference in energy Mm. um connection versus someone who is plant-based it's it's definitely different yeah well because it is a lifestyle and how you take care of your body and your hygiene um and your self-care practice all these Mm -hmm. things start to become a priority you know you really value your health because you realize that that's all you have right like we all know how devastating it is when somebody goes into the hospital and you're like oh shit like my health you know what i mean my health but don't don't wait until something crazy happens and then you're trying to play catch up especially for us like i was telling my homegirl I was like, we're not 18 anymore. We're not 25 anymore. We're in the 30 plus club. And like, it's on paper that black men start dying at 46. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have friends who are 36 
women and they're finding out about the cancer and the fibroids and blah, blah, because your your body like it starts to age and if we're putting toxins in and the body can't um function properly and heal itself yeah. we're gonna get sick so like i don't i don't want to start going to funerals and visiting people in i've been through enough of that in my life you know visiting people in um hospitals it's like we have to get it together 30 plus club because we're not kids anymore we're still young we like to pop but we're not kids anymore and yeah. i agree 110 percent. it's really shifted for me when it comes to like dating and um you know finding a partner is at one point i was open to like meat eaters and like do your thing and i respect but when you're in pursuit um, or awaiting a partner mm-hmm. or a life partner or a mate, these things become, in terms of lifestyle and hygiene, become very important because eventually there will be a family. And it's like, well, I'm not cooking chicken. <laughs> I'm not doing these certain things. So I know I'm putting myself in, in a whole different category because it's already really challenging for black women and now mm, i'm yep. adding another layer like, you gotta be plant and you have to be plant-based yeah, <laughs> like that leaves like 0.5 percent of men <laughs> you know yeah, i'm not even talking about a lot <laughs> i know i know but you know i just believe that the universe gives you what it is that you ask for yeah um true I, look it's uh, i think that if i were to if my partner's doesn't is it plant-based it's not a deal breaker per se because what i've noticed is me doing my thing i'm gonna constantly just do my thing so that means i'm gonna constantly just do my plant-based diet um if they want to eat meat cool if i were to have kids i just i believe in balance so but also education i don't think meat's necessarily the same as it used to be right like with now because the population of the earth so many more people are living on this planet, so they're they're doing things to manipulate um, how much meat we can produce, and that's where it gets a little tricky. Versus like you know years ago when someone was like, "Well, my grandmother been eating meat." Well, yeah, when she initially was eating meat, it wasn't this many people on Earth, and there wasn't this many GMOs and but chemicals uh, to and make chemicals it expand and to make it expand and, and to to do things. But I think that for me, it's not necessarily a deal breaker because what I notice is I go in i continue with my plant-based diet and people kind of become curious like i remember for lent last year my mother gave up meat and i had friends who gave up meat or they might come with me to a plant-based restaurant or they'll just to try it and i would say how do you feel and some of them will feel good um but they're used to living a certain lifestyle and i'm like that's fine like i'm not gonna i'm not one of those a type of person who's going to force you to do anything. But I just say notice how you feel and and notice that there just know that there are other options. You don't have to wait like you said till something happens for you to change. Like I have a friend who's been diagnosed, he has the hypertension. So now he has to take all these pills and but then again his diet is like he's on the run, he's an older man and he's still eating like chicken from the chicken spot, fried chicken from the chicken spot in Brooklyn and and he was like on, on he has a podcast also in the conversation shot in the conversation podcast um he was saying that you know the doctor's like you have to eat more veggies more fruit and i think a lot of that could have been prevented 
um, if he just had a more balanced diet, not even giving up meat, but just more balance, right? Because we look at food as, we don't, we don't look at it as fuel. We look at it as luxury. Um, we, it's in the back burner and it's in the background, right? So it's not like the biggest thing, um, that should be prioritized, right? It's just like, all right, I'll just stop here, grab a cheeseburger, keep it moving, right? But in actuality, the food goes into your cells, it goes into your hair, helps with your vision, helps with your clarity of thought. And when you put toxic food in your body, it changes a lot of what you perceive, right? So I think um, as in terms of him, I'm happy he's doing more well balanced diet but what ends up usually happening is something happens and that's when people change that's especially with i noticed a little bit more black men they wait till they get that blood pressure diagnosis and i'm like if this thing over here isn't working for you you need to change and a lot of it does begin with your diet yeah that that blood pressure and pre-diabetic thing is real for us because it is it's so cultural and this whole thing it runs in my family is a myth it does not run in your family the habits that cause it run in the family we pick up our habits from our environment right so like i i act a certain way and like keep my home a certain way because it's what i saw mom do you know what i mean and it's just by habit it's by nature so we have the same habits that grandma who has diabetes or who has whatever yeah. have and that's why it runs in your family yeah. um, but there are like so many resources um, and there's a wealth of information we all have the world in our hands with our phones <laughs> and google and it's just like just have the courage to start somewhere you know yeah is is how i feel about it and um you know men it will help you attract the better woman. <laughs> and woman, it'll help oh you attract the better man. You know, oh it's all, to gosh. me, it's, everything's about mating, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. And I think um, a lot of people don't go plant-based because they don't know where to begin, right? Because you, you actually have to cook. That's the other thing. I think I'm a better cook now versus when I was cooking meat just because I have to be more creative. And I have to – people have this misconception of, okay, it's plant-based, it's going to taste crappy, right? Because you grew up eating these vegetables and all this other stuff. And you season it just like you season meat. I mean, you season it to, to flavor. You season it very flavorful. And I think that's what um, people misconceive. And I remember going to a grocery store in Atlanta and I was buying kale. And this uh, older black lady was like, I don't see how you cook kale. I can't I can't get kale to taste good for nothing. I tried. And I was like, you got to cook it like how you cook your greens cook your, your greens, greens. Like, <laughs> and i've had people say well your kale tastes like you had meat in it like you had because it's the savory and i was like well you have to find what is the meat adding to the to the greens right is it the salt is it what is it and you substitute it so you find this thing over here that adds that flavor to it in the seasoning because it's really just the seasoning once you figure that out that's when it's that's when it opens up and and finding um, ways to cook plant-based meals quick, I think that's the biggest thing, where you're not spending four hours cooking a meal. And, and that's a learning curve. I think that's the learning curve and the initial cost is what deters a lot of people, I think, yeah. in the beginning. But there's farmer's markets. It takes time. It takes planning. But 
make a trip out of it. Like, you know, hey, girl, mm-hmm. let's go to the farmer's market Sunday. We go everywhere else. We're going we going to pop on Saturday. So, True. you know, make make it a part of your lifestyle. Make it fun and exciting to be active and to put things in your body that make you feel good so that you don't have to abuse substances in order to feel good, you know, yeah. because... Like, there's nothing more important than life, you know. I just want us as a people to, like, really value life and find balance, you know, holidays, if you want to eat moms, whatever, you know, find balance. Like, you don't have to be um, hardcore or, you know, try to force. The other thing is don't be, once you transition, don't be trying to force everybody around you because you will lose friends. (laughs) Like, don't invite her because she always talking junk about what we eat and what we drink. But you just live your life by example and the people around are like, like when a big thing for me was when my skin started changing. I always had acne. Mm -hmm. And when my skin started changing or I would have no makeup on and be getting all of this attention and it's like, well, you're glowing with this. And I'm like, what? Like, that was a big wake-up call of, like, whoa, something's happening yeah. when I wake up in the morning and there's there's a glow there. There's energy there. Yeah. You know, there's energy um, radiating. Oh, but I wanted to ask you before we go, what's your favorite um, plant-based meal to cook? Plant-based meal? Um, of course, like the, the Jamaican curry veg. That's uh, avant-garde vegan. His, you could check out his YouTube that's 15 minutes um, to, to cook entire, entirely. Um, and I used to do more um, Asian cuisine in the beginning, but I think lately I've been just leaning more towards the Caribbean plant-based um, yeah, cuisine. What about you? Aside from Jamaican jackfruit. <laughs> <laughs> That I make. Brought to you by DJ Clean. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would have to say, I'm going to share the, the styles of food. Um, so I love Mediterranean food. Mm-hmm. So falafels with hummus, um, lentil soups. I love. Yeah. I love I love quinoa and avocado or hummus and tomato. That's mm. one of my go-tos because yeah. I'm always doing 50,000 things, making some red quinoa or white quinoa, throwing some onions in a pan, onions and peppers, tossing some avocado and um, hummus on there with tomatoes. It's solid. I also like um, a cucumber and tomato salad with like balsamic vinaigrette on there or liquid amino scraps, uh, brags. Um, That's bomb. Restaurant sage is like... A, a go-to restaurant. Crossroads is a bomb restaurant. Mm, mm-hmm. Plant food wine is amazing. It's so expensive. Everything's expensive. It's, yeah. yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> like, let's but be it's real, so bro. good. Yeah. Um, and then I also do I do a brown rice with like broccoli and mixed vegetables with a jerk seasoning. It's like the thick jerk paste. That sounds good. Um, so you're getting. I gotta make that one for you. Okay. (laughs) You're getting like the Caribbean seasonings. You're getting that Mm. kick, um, but without without the junk. Yeah, and I I think um, for the listeners, if you need some good places to start, uh, this was Sweet Potato Soul. I think she. I think that's the name of her YouTube video. She has a cooking book, Um, Avant Garde Vegan. I mean, he's he's amazing. He's based out of the UK. Uh, Minimalist Baker. You can follow their Instagram page. And they, I follow these people because they have quick recipes. 
I just don't have time to be out here cooking all day and uh-uh. all night. <laughs> so they have avant-garde vegan. He has a lot of 15-minute recipes, sweet potato soul. She has quick recipes. And she also has the recipes where you cook your food for three hours too. So if you're in the mood, um, depending on what you want. And then YouTube. YouTube. Um, yeah. And uh, in D.C., if you're in D.C., new vegan um, cafe, that's a good place to eat. There's a another cafe in D.C. I can't think of. But if you're in a major city, you could generally pretty much find a, a vegan restaurant. It's hard when you travel in between the states, though. Yeah. Or you travel in the south. When you travel in the south, depending on where you're at, you can tell that it's not designed for a lot of people to eat healthy. I'm telling you. <laughs> and we're going to stop there. Yes, ma'am. So this wraps up this episode of The DJ and the Dancer. Make sure to follow us. I'm at Sakina underscore world. And I am at DJ Clean on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share.